What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Figuring It Out with Victoria and David. Um, Puck, I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a super long day. Um, but nonetheless, we are gonna talk about a couple of uh, things. <laughs> what are we talking about today? You have it written down in your notebook. What are some of the conversations you've been having with a lot of people recently? No, I think this is a good topic, especially because it's the beginning of the year and every, it's like the word of the month, right? Like everybody starts the year off and they talk about goals. They talk about resolutions, but goals, what are your goals? That's like the key word of of January. It's January, January, January. Yeah. But not only that, we've had a lot of good conversations with like members and, um, about their goals or, you know, what they hope to see this coming year. Um, not only for themselves, for their family, whatever. Um, so we just want to dive into that. I think today and talk to you guys about goals and, how we pick them, how we establish them, timelines for them, and is there such thing as too big of a goal? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we uh, will refer to them as members and as customers because we uh, obviously we own a gym, so they are members of ours, but we have, you know, we call them customers to make it easier so that people can understand. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of people who uh, are our age group and struggle to make goals because at our age, it's kind of hard to to not only stick to goals, but to be skewed and to think that we're not doing enough, especially in this. So I think there's a huge, there's a huge pressure for people, at least in our age group, but in reality, it's everyone's age group to have some type of super tremendous goal that we have to hit at some point in our life. And, um, and most of the time it's unrealistic to try to plan for something that's that far out. Um, and I think that, um, it's really good to have huge goals, but to uh, reverse engineer them. So how we reverse engineer them to make sure they make sense that we can step by step get to where we need to get and then uh, build the habits along the way to make sure that we get to those goals and to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, I think that's uh, something we've really learned last year. I think the last year has been a huge growth for us in how to set goals. We went to coaching con um, with our coach well chad, chad now business coach, chad. business um mentor and coach mentor chad and uh rob bailey was speaking and i remember writing it in my notes and um it was really good and i will never forget this and it kind of helped with our goal setting now is his uh term of like having a clear calculated vision yeah um and basically what that entails is if you have a vision set then you can know how to clearly calculate it step by step to be able to get to that goal, um, to get to that vision, to get to where you want. So like David said, it's, it's like reverse engineering it, you know, you have an end goal and it's like, so what do you need to do now to get there, to get where you want to be? And I think that really like kind of just stuck with us this past year. This year, this year, definitely it's become a lot more shout out to Rob, uh, Rob Bailey for doing that, the coaching on with Jason Phillips is like, really just understanding that having a goal is actually a lot simpler than what you think it is. So in reality, setting a goal is easier than what you think it is. And uh, having singular goals instead of a bunch of different goals is really the key to making sure you accomplish what you want to accomplish. So I think that that was, this year has been definitely, uh, it's been a growth year for us and how to structure our lives to make sure that we are meeting those goals that we want to meet. So we can kind of jump a little bit into like how we set our goals, but I think more importantly, how have we accomplished what we've accomplished um, and how that ties into like, we inadvertently did these things that we're now, we've now learned in the last year. It's like, oh shit, looking back, like this is how we've done it. So um, we can talk a little bit about how we've, how we've gotten to where we've gotten and how we've accomplished those goals. Yeah. So 
I think the easiest relatable part is is uh, having successful business. So how we've how did we create a gym the size that we did in the community that we've created at our age? What goals did we set? What are the things that we did along the way to get us to where we've gone? Like what's the credibility that we we've established? Um, and it, I think it it boils down to um, having a clear idea of one thing that you want. So. Do you uh, want what type of business that serves what type of customer and has and provides what type of experience? So setting goals for yourself should be very, very um, singular. So um, if you're struggling with the new year and you're like, I want to look this way and feel this way and I want to do all these things and I want to be better mental health and I want to wear nicer clothes and I want to do this and I want to buy this and I want this for my kids and I want it's like, dude, just, just pick one thing like. Focus on that. <laughs> Focus on one thing. Like, just pick one thing, and it, ma- it makes it a lot easier. So um, how do you want to dissect this? you want to just talk about, like, one goal that we have this year and how we've broken it down? Um, yeah, or, like, how did we – I guess because you're touching base on the topic of, like, creating the business, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, how we picked it. So just creating the business in itself was a goal. Yeah, so, yeah, we could just talk about so, kind of how we did that. Yeah, so, I mean – The reason, the goal for creating House Against Gym was to create a facility that was, family was not corporate by any means, was get the small business feel, get... That fosters a environment that allows you to feel comfortable to push yourself, to film, to allow yourself to meet other members and... um, elevate your training to a more serious level, but more importantly, like learning the knowledge um, of everyone else around you, because when you're at a corporate facility, it's kind of like you against everybody else. So creating a facility that really allows you to grow, not only in the gym strength wise or your body physique wise, but in reality, just growing as a, as, as a whole, I mean, we need a facility that fosters an environment that allows people to grow um, in all areas of their life. And I think that we've been able to accomplish that so far. Right. And that, that that's my point exactly is like without getting super deep into it is yeah. that we had this goal of creating this environment for other people that was not readily available at the time. Yeah. And so by doing that, we got the equipment necessary. We got like we did the right steps to get us there. Right. In terms of like being super transparent with certain things or just being able to provide that experience and the type of quality of a facility that we wanted to see. Yeah. So to, to break that down and you now people are probably wondering, okay, well, how the fuck did you do it? So like that's, and that's where this is really important is, okay. So we first got a one singular clear goal on what we wanted. So just what we explained there is exactly what we wanted. So now it's to not get, um, distracted or deviated from that one singular goal and to reverse engineer that. So literally it was like, okay, cool. This is what you want to do. So how are we going to do this? Well, what's the first thing you need? So you just reverse engineer it. Well, we need equipment. Then we need a building. Then we need a facility. And then we need to build that facility out. Now we need to acquire customers. Now we need a, a better customer experience. So you reverse engineer all of those things and you start from the basic point, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we did is that we, we picked exactly exactly what we wanted. And in my mind, 
Um, I knew exactly how I wanted the facility to look. I knew exactly how I wanted the customers to feel when they came in. I knew exactly how loud the music was going to be, what type of facility we were going to look like, what type of lighting I wanted, what type of paint on the walls I wanted. Exactly. You had so, a vision. I had a vision. <laughs> and, and that's and that's basically what it is. And um, we reverse engineer that. So that's how I would attack a goal is, is I would pick um, one goal at a time and decide how am I going to do this? How, what's the easiest and the first step to reverse engineer this and then just go step by step by step without getting distracted by other things. Exactly. And you can relate that to what, anything else? Um, I mean, you can relate to the fitness. I mean, we could, uh, a good example is I had a really good friend of ours, um, reach out to us. What was it? Maybe about a week ago. I think it was like the second or third day of January. And, and he, he reached out to me. And this is someone that I haven't talked to very much. Um, he moved away and he's actually focusing on his career. And I'm really glad he moved away because I think that he's growing as a person and he's doing doing all the right things. And he reached out to me, texted me and said, hey, David, like, I don't really know who else to talk to this about, but I really want to set goals for myself this year. Um, and I don't really know how to do it. So, and, and I, I have to give kudos to him because I'm really proud that he even felt comfortable enough to reach out because I think that in our age group, it's kind of hard to be open like that with other well, people. And a lot of people could get embarrassed, especially if you're the same age as them, right? Yeah. And they feel like they're in a position less of you when that's totally not the case. But it's that feeling of like, damn, I'm really going to go like ask them, like they're my age. I should have this shit figured out too, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's okay to not have it figured out, you know, yeah. we're still figuring it out, you yeah. know, to coin the name of the podcast, like we're still going through it. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you're right. This is like the whole name of the podcast, figuring it out. We're just figuring it out. But how, how what I described him is how Victoria and I have created our goals, which is, um, I told him, I said, look, uh, look at yourself uh, five, 10 years down the line. What do you want your life to look like? So for example, like if you want, we can just open up about kind of what our goals are. And this is kind of how I explained it to him. Yeah. So um, basically we took the time um, again last year. I think that's why we did a lot of growing in terms of goal setting. Um, we took the time and tried to decipher what kind of quality of life do we want for ourselves of relationship um, as just a couple. really clear as a couple and as far as the business goes and we just clarified it a lot like I mean in terms of like when are we gonna have kids when are we gonna get a house we clearly like identified what kind of lifestyle we want to live um and just dissected it mm -hmm. yeah so the so for example he was struggling on long-term goals and, and, and how to achieve those. So um, one of the things Victoria and I have set out is that we're 24 years old and by the age of 30, uh, we would like to earn a certain income um, and we'd like to own one to three houses, whether they're, they're rentals or their personal properties. Um, and then we want our business to be at a certain stature. So a business goal and a personal goal of ours. So it's just like own the houses and then what do we want our business to look like? So, um, and then we reverse engineer that. Okay, well, if we want to own this many houses, we need to create this type of income. Mm -hmm. And in order to create this type of income, this is how much money we need We need to make individually each year. And then um, combining that together to get us to our income goal. Um, and then from that point, when you determine, okay, cool, this is how much money I want to make. What do you need to do to get to that to that point. Right. And once you really break it down, it's really not that, it's not that difficult. I actually learned this from a Tony Robbins book that I read and it was just lay out how much is that lifestyle going to cost you? And then you just, just backpedal it. I mean, it's, 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 it's not, it's not that difficult. So, um, for him, it was, Hey, I, I, 
they, I want to own a house next year. That's what his goal was. Like, I really want to own a house next year. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. So you, if that's your goal, you want to own a house by the end of 2024, what do you need to make an income to do that? How much do you need to save to get there? That way you can qualify for the house you want. And he's like, okay, well, I need to make uh, $6,000 a month in order to be able to qualify for the size and style of house that I want. Um, and I need to have uh, X, Y, and Z saved up. Let's just say it's like $80,000 saved up in the account. I don't remember what the number was. Um, so I'm like, cool, so let's reverse engineer that. So what do you need to do to get to make to five, $6,000 a month? And he's like, okay, well, I need to do X, Y, and Z. This is how much I'm working now. I just need to work this many hours more to make this much money. Um, but more importantly, he was like, I need to stop spending money on clothes. And that's what a lot of people struggle with is, is, is the part of giving up certain things. Yes. And yeah, I'll let you go ahead. No, no, yeah, it's a, you're 100% right. So it's, it's uh, what do I need to give up in order to get to the lifestyle that I want? And so for him, it was, uh, he was thinking about buying a new car, a new truck, and then he was, uh, he also has a habit of spending money on clothes because he likes clothes and shoes. So for him, it was, I need to uh, not buy a new car, a new truck. I just need to get by with the one that I have. Um, and then I need to stop spending money on clothes this much amount every month. And after doing those calculations, it was literally as easy as just cutting those two things out and he was going to be able to afford his house. So, and a lot of times he was, he, he would have been so clouded to get there because he didn't know how to set the goal in the first place. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get overwhelmed because goal setting, it's like, sometimes it's like, again, is it too big of a goal? Can I really make it? And I think especially growing up with the community, the type of individuals that we have like around us, we have a lot of like, first generation households, households where parents didn't do these types of things. You know, it was always comfortable. Mm -hmm. It was a comfortable lifestyle. And so it's like, I can't really do that. Like, that's unrealistic. Like when we did our numbers, it was like, what the heck? Like we could, we could freaking easily do this. Yeah. And so it scares a lot of people. And I think it scares a lot of people that it's too big of a goal when the reality is you just need to cut out the simplest things and you could easily get there. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was his example. How Victoria and I set our goals is we set a goal um, and then we figure out what are a couple of quantifiable steps uh, that we can actually write down and then we just attack those um, one by one. So for example, I think the best way to put this is what is our goal for 2023? We sat down um, in uh, mid-December with our coach and our mentor, and he knows that we appreciate him a lot. And so what we did is we sat down and we talked about, okay, what is the one goal for this year in our business? And what is the one goal for this year in our personal lives? And we need to cut out all distractions around that so that no matter what, it would be impossible not to reach those goals. That's how we did it. For us, our number one goal this year in business is hire one to two people. And our number one goal, personal life, is to purchase a house. So what does that mean? Is that we now have to cut out all distractions. I sold my truck. We are not buying another car. We are not buying more clothes and shoes. As much as we need new gym clothes, we need new shoes. We are going to hold off on that until we buy our house. Once we have successfully bought our house, then for the rest of the year, um, you can either create another goal or you can uh, fulfill all those other things that you had to cut out to get there. 
Exactly. Because I think at that point, we'll have a realistic idea of what the, because we have an estimated cost of living, right? Exactly. But at that point, once we have our house, we'll have an actual amount of cost of living and then be like, hey, we really can't do like this stuff anymore, at least for now. Or like, hey, we actually do have like more wiggle, wiggle room than we expected. Yeah. So it just allowed us to have a like a clear plan on like what we needed to do and you know for the next six months it's just kind of working our asses off to get to where our personal goal is at yeah and then as far as the business goes it's just hiring somebody and I think once you have something that's attainable like done just those two simple things just the one in the business and then the one in the personal personal it's like if you can't do those two things at least within the next six months then you're doing something freaking totally wrong. Well, yeah, I think it's about not getting distracted. So we have those two goals, one personal, one business, and you just don't deviate from that plan. Um, of course, things come up, things change, whether it's family arrangements or business arrangements or things change, like that's unpredictable things like COVID, you would have never guessed that. But keeping your eye on the prize and, and structuring your life around those goals so that it's nearly impossible without a freak accident happening to hit those goals. So for us, our goal is to buy that house. What do we need to do in order to be able to purchase that house? We know how much money we have to make. We know how much money we have to have down. We've accumulated enough to get to where we need to go. So now it's just going to be making sure we don't do anything stupid to self-sabotage us from getting to those goals. So things like, dude, we can't go to expensive dinners. That makes no sense for us to do right now because we just don't want to have that expendable income gone because we want to purchase that house. So if your goal is to lose weight in 2023, you're going to need to cut out certain things to get there. You can't go out with your friends on the weekends four times a month. You can't eat the extra snacks every single day. So you need to cut out those things that are going to self-sabotage you from getting to your goal. But it's just simply just picking one goal and trying to um, structure your life around that one goal. And it makes it easier when you just have one. Right. And I think that's where it can get very difficult for a lot of people because then they'll start to realize because they are limiting those distractions and fine tuning their life to be able to meet that path of their goal of what they want is that people will start to realize relationships start shifting yes. and you're starting to be looked at as like, Oh, they're always too busy or, you know, we can get into that a little, I don't know if you want to get into it now. No, definitely. Yeah, it's part of it. So, you know, you're looked at as like, Oh, they're always too busy. They're always working, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, you're doing what you need to do so you can meet those goals. Yeah. And, and that's the conversation we have with our friend is it was an, it's an uncomfortable conversation because he's used to going out with friends and he's used to purchasing clothes and looking a certain way and, and fulfilling a certain feeling of emotion by wearing those clothes and having that nice truck and having that nice car. That emotion that's attached with that materialistic need. Exactly. And so when you look at what your goal is, just know that people are going to be uncomfortable as you are attacking those goals because it's very uh, it's very unorthodox, especially in today's society, to um, separate yourself from people around you at that age group to get to the places that they haven't been yet. And the easiest the easiest example is us opening the gym. Yeah. We opened it night twenty. 20 years old. Uh, we started the process at 18 or at 19, opened it at 20, 21. Yeah. So, you know, 21, the year everybody's waiting for, you know, and 
we were freaking grinding our faces off. Yeah. You know? And so we said no to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you add like a 75 hard program by Andy, like into the mix and all this stuff. And so you're starting to realize that at some point in time, there was a lot of less invitations to certain things and you weren't included anymore in certain friends groups. And it was hard because it was like this, this dilemma of like, do I work my ass off? Like to get to what I need to do, like to open the gym, to get the gym running, to get this goal completed or, do I go have a night out? Well, no, we never, we didn't really have night out. Yeah. You you have to understand if, if you have to understand that if you're going to set a goal that's ambitious and out of the, the comfort zone of your age group um, or out of the, just out of the norm in general, just be ready, be prepared for the fact that people are going to be uncomfortable. Um, you're most likely going to, I wouldn't say lose friends, but you're just going to lose uh, you're going to lose the invitations to things. You're going to um, lose the, the amount of time that you have to spend freely with other people um, to get to those goals. But understand that when you get to where you want to be, um, it's going it, to not only is it going to be worth it, but the people who are going to be waiting at that next step or that next level will uh, be more suited for the type of person that you're going to be once you get there. But just be prepared that people are going to be uncomfortable with the fact that you want to grow and that you want to be better. Um, and there's going to be so many sacrifices along the way. So for us, it was the gym. Um, you know, it's, it's in our relationship, we were, uh, not living at home at the time. Um, we were living in a condo with a couple of roommates and, uh, basically how the schedule was is, um, at the time our gym didn't have 24 hour facility access. And so there was an open day, I mean, an open time and a closed time. And so the open time was six in the morning and the closed time was supposed to be 11 o'clock and it wasn't, um, because members would stay longer. Um, and especially in the early parts of business and, and we still continue to try to provide extra value for our members, you have to go above and beyond. And so, uh, our schedule was basically like this is I would wake up at four 30 in the morning. Um, I would get my food prep for the day. I would eat, I would, uh, get ready to head to work. And then I would get to the gym, open up hopefully before five 55, because, uh, we had a member, Jesse and Joe, that would always be waiting for me in the parking lot at 6am and I would open the business. Um, so I would get out of bed before Victoria was awake. I was totally asleep. She was totally asleep. I wouldn't wake her up. I would go make my food, leave the gym, open up. She would come to the gym. I don't know. Sometimes it'd be 8 a.m., 9 a.m. She would come in for an hour or two. Um, and then she would go to school. I would go to school. Uh, my mom would fill in for me at the gym. Um, and then I would come back to the facility. Victoria would come back to the facility for a couple hours and then she would go home and I would stay at the facility technically until we were supposed to close at 11 p.m. Well, I was working still. Don't yeah. discount oh, yeah. me. Oh, Do not discount me. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, that, that's a totally missed part is that Victoria was working. Yeah. So when she would leave in the afternoon, it wasn't leaving to go home. It was leaving to go to work. Right. So she was bringing in income herself. So she would go work. She was a full-time lead director at the Boys and Girls Club. And so she would go work um and then uh maybe she would come back to the gym sometimes she would sometimes she would just go home but by the time that i closed the gym members would be there until 11 30 and most of the time until midnight so i would close the gym at midnight i would get home i would shower i would be in bed around 12 30 1 o'clock in the morning victoria would be asleep 
Right. And so that was super difficult. We did that. I did that for six months straight. Oh, yeah. Like Like, I'm talking about six months straight working 20 hours a day, getting four hours of sleep. And, and this isn't a job where you're at home on the computer or behind a desk. You're talking to people all day long. You're looking at a, looking over a facility. You're doing the marketing. You're doing the social media. You're doing the maintenance. Especially because it was the beginning. We didn't have as many members like we do now. Yeah. And so there was a lot of times where it was quiet. And I know that that was like a very internal struggle. But given that, it was still strenuous because... It took a lot and it took a lot out of you as a person, which spilled over into our relationship. Yeah. Like, and we we realized it and we hadn't realized it. But at that point, we were like roommates that shared the same bed. Like, Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it was. And it, we didn't have any angst against each other. But it was it was one of those, hey, like the season of our life right now is just getting this business going. And so because of that our relationship, I don't want to say took a back seat, but it just was, we just weren't focused on the romantic side of our relationship because we were so focused on getting the business up and and just profitable, just a fucking break even because we weren't even breaking even at that point. So the sacrifices we made was we were literally, I was working 20 hours a day and Victoria was at home and working to make sure she could backfill our income to make sure we could pay for rent to make sure that even I had food because she would help me make food because I was at our business 20 hours a day. And so it was not only was it a team effort, um, but those are the sacrifices we made. I miss birthdays. I miss her family parties. I miss my own family parties. We didn't celebrate birthdays. We did, we couldn't travel. We couldn't go visit family in other states or in other places or go on vacations because of the fact that we had to make the sacrifices to make sure that our business was to a point where we were we felt comfortable or even could even think about taking even just a couple hours off during the day. Yeah, that was tough. But like you said, it was all just in in regards to doing this was because of the fact that we had this goal in mind of opening the gym yep. and running the gym and getting it to be what we wanted it to be. And we both mutually like understood that. And like you said, there was literally no angst about it because we had this vision in mind and it was like, okay, we have to do this to get to where we want to be. Yeah. So just be prepared that like if you set those goals um, that are extremely ambitious, that you're going to have. Um, you have to match the ambitious steps to do it. Yeah, you do. You have you have to. Exactly. You have you have to do the uncomfortable things you haven't done before if you're going to set an uncomfortable goal for yourself. But remember, stick to one goal. Accomplish that goal. Don't be deviated from that goal. Um, and do whatever you can in your power to make sure you hit that goal. So kind of just like a wrap up a little bit about like how to set a goal is look down the line on what you want, whether it's a fitness goal or it's a life goal or it's a business goal. Look down the line. What do you want it to look like? Set a clear vision for what you want that goal to look like and then reverse engineer the steps and then just set small milestones to get to where it was. Yeah. And just and just remember to, you know, be okay in the process and be okay with the things that happen while you're trying to achieve these goals. So just be prepared and be mindful that it's possible you could lose friendships. You could lose friend circles. You can lose 
time going out, spending Friday nights at New Kings and Queen Cantina, you know, like just be prepared. But if you really want this goal, you just have to understand that there is going to be sacrifices that need to get made. Yep. Yeah. So that, that's, I think having that understanding is really important. So that's, that's how we set our, that's how we actually plan the goals out. Um, and now we can talk a little bit about how to like, how to actually dream about a goal. Like what do you, one thing, one, one thing that was really important to us we learned last year is um, we were chasing goals, but we didn't know why we were chasing certain goals. So I think last year, what got very clear to us is what do we want in life? And that was really important is why are you doing these certain things for what reason? And, and I know that, that that was one thing that our mentor and our coach taught us and a good friend of ours taught us is why are you doing the things that you're doing? So Victoria and I actually sat down and we're like, dude, what the fuck do we want in life? And it was, we decided we wanted kids. Okay, how many kids? We want, we want two kids. That's what we want. When Maybe want, three. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> when do we want those kids? Um, we were able to have a very clear conversation because it was a very big debate for a long time. You know, growing up, it was two of my sisters, you know, got pregnant at very young, early ages. And so in my head, when I was in junior high, high school, it was like, OK, outside of high school, like you have kids like that was the norm. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and so very quickly, after obviously having a long relationship, it was like, no, that's not. Like doesn't, that doesn't have to be the norm. Not that it's not, it does not have to be. And especially for the type of lifestyle that we wanted. And so we came up after deciding when we wanted to purchase a house, it was like, no, I, because we lived with roommates prior, we lived here, um, with his mom, you know, a room from there. It was like, no, I want to be a, we want to be able to live with each other on our own for at least a year before we even talk about having kids, because we haven't experienced that as a relationship. Yeah. So that was really big. Mm-hmm. So, so determine what you what you actually want. So for us, it was this is this is the life that we want. We want two kids. This is how much income that we would like to have. Like, what does our life look like ten years down the line, fifteen years down the line? So, what do you actually want? Um, and that's I think people don't stop to think about what they actually want and um, why do they want it. So they're kind of just like chasing, 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 chasing without like looking in the mirror and be like, well, why do I actually want these goals? Is it because I was raised a certain way? Is it because these are societal norms that we have? Why do I actually want these goals? So when you sit down and you talk with whether it's your significant other, talk with yourself, it becomes a lot clearer on, okay, well, what do I want out of life? And then you just replicate what you want every day. So if you want a partner that is a certain way or does certain things, then you just need to create those things for yourself and you'll attract that as well. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing that goes along with that is that you, you kind of have to, fuck, I lost my turn of thought. It's all good. I don't know what I was going to like, I don't know how to phrase what I was going to say. Like you have to be okay with like knowing that 
not everybody is going to be a millionaire is what I'm trying to get at. Like in terms of like, if that's not what you want, then that's okay. Like if you want to be comfortable, like working a standard nine to five, which is totally fine, honestly, like after being a small business owner, it's totally fine. Trust me, you could do it. Um, you know, that's okay. And if you want to grow, if you want to have a net income of a million dollars every year, okay, well you have to do the things to get you there. But if you're okay with, having an income of $70,000 a year and you are comfortable because that's your goal, that's how you want your quality of life to be, then that's totally fine too. You know, I think everybody's like, they want to be at this high status level. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, for what? For what reason? Like, Why why are you picking that? Why are you picking that certain goal, that certain thing to work towards when you need to reflect on like, well, why am I, why do I want this? Right. What quality of life do I want? For us, it's like, we don't mind owning a business. We don't mind working. We want two kids. Uh, we want this certain size. We do we dissect it down to how many square feet do we want our house to be? What price point do we want our house to be? Where do we want to live? How many kids do we want to have? Do we want to own a business? What do we want our income to look like? So once you can really pinpoint exactly what you want, it becomes very easy to just backpedal those steps to attack to attack one by one to get to where you need to go. Exactly. And I think that was the biggest thing is that we had this conversation of um, like the feeling of like not being able to provide enough for your significant other or, you know, your family. And it's like, just kind of reflecting back, it was, I remember telling this to David a lot. It was like, where we are at now is way beyond what I thought I was ever going to be in, especially growing up in the household that I did. You know, it's like, what we'd have now is more than what my mom ever had. And for me, like, if we just left it here, I would be totally satisfied because it was, it's already a lot more than what I ever expected. But because we had these talks and we had these goal sets and everything, it was like, well, shit, let's just do more. Like, you know, and get to the point. Now we don't want a 5,000 square foot house too fucking big. And I do not want to clean that big ass house (laughs) on my own. So it's like, okay, we're going to go to this size. And then it's like, we really don't need this amount of money, but we want to be comfortable enough. So if we wanted to get on a plane and just travel for a weekend, like we could totally do so, you know, or like, we want to be able to have this room for income. So it's like, okay, again, what are you saying is just reverse engineering that and be able to, being able to pinpoint the quality of life that you want to live for yourself. Yeah, that was good. That's good. We can, if you want to, we can kind of like, um, I think that, that you hit that right on the head. So I don't think that we need to kind of push that any further. So I think just to like, if you want to just recap a little bit and talk about like setting goals, how we set our goals and then, um, you know, the, the simplistic version of just reverse engineering that. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is just having a vision. And then, um, once you have that vision, it's just, you just figure out and calculate the steps in order to get to that vision, you know, and it's, you just, you just set it and you just have to understand the things that you're going to need to do to get there. And if, you're okay with not getting there in a certain amount of time. Okay, well then fuck around. But if you want to get there by a certain point, then you have yeah. to do the work. Yeah. So Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you if you're looking, if you're now like we're we're one week into 2023 and uh and fuck what everybody says, we owning a gym and everyone's like, oh, don't be a New Year's resolution and all that bullshit. Dude, fuck all that. If if this is what gets you going for the rest of your life, then fucking do it. But don't try to reset year after year after year. Like set now, and if this is the year that changes you, then fucking do it. Um, but pick a goal. Um, just just um, 
remove the cloudiness of all these different things you want and just be clear. This is exactly what I want to do this year. So set set a 10 or five year goal and then break it down year by year and then break it down quarter by quarter. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. So just simply pick a goal this year, write down. You already know 99% of you and in, inside your intuition knows what you have to do to get to that goal. So just write down what you need to get to that goal and then just attack it step by step. It's a lot easier than what people think it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. That's how that's how we set our goals and just be prepared that you're going to subconsciously grow out of those uh those friends group and you you might grow out of those um familiar situations that you're used to being in because obviously those situations that you were in didn't get you to the goals that you wanted to do. So you're going to have to step out of the goals to get to 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 where you want to go. You're going to have to get out of the situations that you're in now because it didn't lead you to the right point. So setting a new goal, attacking that goal means that you're going to have to find yourself in new uncomfortable situations to get there. Right. I think that that's the most simple way of putting it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say. I mean yeah. Solid. Cool. I hope I hope that we didn't that we didn't uh, we didn't mumble on too far, and I hope that we didn't uh, we didn't lead anybody on a path and like, well, you didn't fucking end us end us with an actual solution. But I think that recap was pretty accurate. I think so. I think if you are struggling with trying to find a goal, you know, I think it's it's valid to just shoot us a message. Dude, I mean, if you're if you're, <laughs> shoot if, you're, us a message. if, you're if you're ninety years old. It's gonna be a little bit more difficult, right. but dude, if you're if you're in your fucking twenties, thirties, and obviously we're we're in our early twenties, like, dude, just pick one thing and go after it, because you have you have the rest of your life to attack a goal every single year. Just pick one this year, simplify it, reverse engineer it, write down the steps to get to it, and just go after it. And then after that, you could set a new goal and a new goal. But just don't be mumbled and jumbled by society and what what you think needs to happen. Pick one fucking goal and execute on it. Yeah. Society's not going to live your life. You are. So you have to be happy with that. Cool. Well, that's it for the show. Um, If you do, if you liked it, um, give it a share, uh, copy the link, post it on Instagram so that people can watch it and read it. Send us a message. If you like it, let us know. Um, Appreciate you guys. This is figuring it out with myself, David and Victoria. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Appreciate you guys. (laughs) 